tell you how the world is wrong. The world is wrong about Mad Dog Time, the Paperboy, Mordecai, after last season. The World is Wrong is an extremely positive podcast where Andras Jones and Brian Connolly champion films The World is Wrong About. Available on Paperhouse Network wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> This is Ralph Metzner, and you're listening to the Radio 8-Ball Show with Andras Jones. Welcome to... Welcome to... Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, tempting fate. Wherever you are Putting questions to songs that we Will randomly select Here with the help of our friend Synchronicity Synchronicity Now it's time for Radio A-Ball Give us a shake Radio A-Ball Give us a shake It's the Radio Welcome to the Radio 8-Ball Show. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and this is the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. This is Radio 8-Ball Season 3, The Appening. 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 Where we are engaging the pop oracle using the Radio 8 Ball app, which is filled with every song recorded in the history of Radio 8 Ball, as well as a couple of hundred of my own. I hope by now you've downloaded the Radio 8 Ball app. If you're an iPhone user, it's free and it allows you to play host and conduct your own musical divinations just as we do here on the show. The app also plays the latest podcast and selects the randomly chosen pop oracle song of the day. On last week's episode of Radio 8 Ball, Bart Davenport asked, What will my new apartment be like? What it be like? And received as his answer, Say Goodnight from Britta Phillips with Marshall Thompson on keyboards, recorded at Starburns Industries in Burbank, California on August 6th. 2018. It's cold without the summer sun And the colored leaves are almost gone It doesn't seem it's been too long For me to turn and go back home well, folks, I'm back and doing another solo episode, which is not to say an episode about the film Solo. If you want to hear that, well, you'll have to check it out when it comes out on the World is Wrong podcast. But yes, I am doing this one solo. I reached out to Britta Phillips about being a guest, but she got back to me very quickly, which I really appreciate, to tell me she's busy all season, which I hope means we can expect some new music from her soon. 
And I even asked Andrea Witkins, whose song came up as the answer to my question on the bonus episode, but she too sent me a quick response, again, very appreciated, asking if next week is a possibility, and maybe next week will be, but this week is the episode I'm working on. Now, even though last week I referred to these me-on-me episodes as, quote, failures, I'm kind of digging them. I also said in last week's intro that there's just no way to make these shows easier to produce. But if there are no guests, well, that's definitely a time saver. Not just because there's less time spent scheduling, it also means one less microphone to set up, a shorter episode, no bonus episode, and all of these save me time at every phase of the production. In fact, a lazier person might have figured this out sooner. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to give up on the guests. I'd almost always rather trade musical divinations than go solo. But what I'm realizing is when no guests are available, I get to do one of these solo episodes, and I'm kind of digging it. This can be fun. So, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do enjoy the show... Please support us in the ways I always remind you to. First of all, download the Radio 8 Ball app and share it with your friends so you can propagate this practice of musical divination. I also invite you to subscribe to our Patreon campaign. It's only a dollar a month, and most weeks it includes our bonus episode where I ask my question to the Pop Oracle. And of course, please give us great reviews at Apple Podcasts particularly, because that helps people find our show. And before we get down to digging into some synchronicity with this week's guest, that being me, let's do as we always do and kick off the musical divination with the Pop Oracle Song of the Day from October 1st, 2020, the day I conducted this musical divination. That song is Ace of the Nazarene from Veda Hilly, recorded in Seattle, Washington on March 14th. 2008. Hark what a sound too divine for hearing Ah, ah Stirs on the earth and trembles in the air Ah, ah Is it the thunder of the Lord's appearing Shout to the saints and to the deaf are dumb Surely he cometh and the earth rejoices Glad in his coming who has sworn I come Nazarene, Nazarene You are the ace of the Nazarene Nazarene, Nazarene You are the ace of the Nazarene The kid of God stays up all night long The kid of God stays up all night So even I, and with a pang more thrilling, ah, ah, so even I, and with a hope more sweet, ah, ah, yearn for the sign of Christ of thy fulfilling, ah, ah, 
Wait for the flaming of thine advent feet Death through sorrow and through sinning, you shall suffice me for you have sufficed. You are the end for you are the beginning. Christ the beginning for the end is Christ. Nazarene, Nazarene, you are the ace of the Nazarene. Nazarene, Nazarene, you are the ace of the Nazarene. The kid of God stays up all night long. The kid of God stays up all night long. Stays up all night long. Ah, ah. And here we are. Here I am. On October 1st, 2020, in Olympia, Washington. And uh, you might say I'm guestless once again, or you might say that I have Radio 8 Ball's favorite guest, which is to say the host of Radio 8 Ball. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Andras Jones. Well, thanks a lot, Andras. It's good to be here. Uh, I guess it's good to be here. What do you mean? What do you mean? It's not good to be here? Well, you know how it is. You know how we are. Yeah, of course. Yes, of course. For the sake of argument, let's just say it's good to be here. <laughs> You're so funny. Anyway, uh, well, I'm not going to ask you where and how you're pandemicking because, well, I know. But uh, let's talk a little bit about last week's reading. Uh so last week, Bart Davenport asked about his new place, what it'd be like, and he got Say Goodnight from Britta Phillips. And did you think it at all about that? I know you sort of gave your interpretation at the time. Well, I, I guess I did a little bit, only just the general feeling of heading into fall and winter even as we're recording this right now I see the sun setting there's a say goodnight feeling to the world uh, we're into a, a, a fitful sleep I suppose um, I don't know how much more I have to share on that particular reading I thought a lot I actually I got what I got the most out of was Dino Stamatopoulos laughing that's how I feel sort of because I think he was asking a question about his health and then he was getting these answers that made him laugh at the sort of the potential darkness of the answers and Dino's still around and doing fine and so there's something in that about laughing just laughing at life. Um, so, yeah, that's that, that, that's the only other piece that I'd add. Okay, well, I guess this is going to be a fast episode. We're, we're moving right along. Okay, well, uh, how about today's pop oracle song of the day from Veda Hilly? Ace of the Nazarene. 
recorded uh, at the studios of Alternative Talk, 1150 AM in Bellevue. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM in Bellevue, Washington, on March 14th, 2008. Wow, you, you really know those dates. Well, if I know them, you know them. Yes, we really know those dates. Anyway, uh, you want to know what I, what I think about that song? Yeah, that's why I'm asking you. Okay, uh, well, it's really easy to look at the song and go down the Jesus trip thing. And Jesus trips are, you know, they're bad news. They're dangerous, for, for, particularly for Jews. Uh, you don't want to end up on that stick or doing that shtick. But at the same time, some people call me ace. And so there's something there. It's a, it's a very... Veda's not Jewish, and the song is very impassioned and sort of an impassioned Christian song. I even once re- referred to it as a, a, a super pagany Christian song to her, which she didn't quite. I don't know if she actually appreciated. She was sort of like pagan. I don't know what you think about that. Anyway, not that she has anything against pagans. I just don't think that's how she heard that song. But it feels so earthy and fiery and just full of blood and sex and energy so yeah so that's what i mean when i say it sounds like a pagany christian song uh, I, I think about the the question that it was an answer to in march of 2008 and it was asked by a woman that veda was touring with i don't remember her name and she asked what is there to learn from loneliness? And, well, I'm doing the song solo like an ace, baby. What are you talking about? I'm here with you. Well, yes, yes. We're doing it solo as a couple of aces, or really as one ace. Two sides of one ace. Well said, Andras. Thank you, Andras. Uh, so... Yeah, so what is there to learn from loneliness? Something about, I guess it's kind of like those, like the tantric monks who have to sort of, who basically live these very ecstatic lives, but they are lives of solitude and meditation. And uh, yeah, so there's maybe something in that. Oh, you're done. Yeah, 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 that's that's all I have to say on that. Okay, well, then, Andras, it's time for you to approach the Pop Oracle. Do you have the app at the ready? I do. I do. I know how this is done. Uh, I've done it many times before. So, well, uh, I, I do have a preface to my question. Of course you do. Of course I do. Uh, well, so, well, this week I had a strange and kind of exciting synchronicity that coincided with Yom Kippur, the Jewish Day of Atonement. Uh, Back around the turn of the millennium, I was in the last film in which I played a leading role. It was called The Attic Expeditions, and it was probably my 
best and worst experience on film. Best in that it was a totally independent production that referenced the kind of esoteric weirdness I've always been interested in. And uh, the production invited me to bring absolutely everything I had in terms of creativity to the project. I was invited to weigh in on the casting of the supporting cast. I lived in the House of Love set where most of the film was shot during the bulk of the production. I collaborated with the writer on the dialogue and basically lived the role. I got just to wrap it around myself and become it. And I got to work with people like Jeffrey Combs and Seth Green and Alice Cooper, and Ted Raimi, and the great Wendy Roby, who you may not know the name of, but if you look her up, you know her. And it was really something special. Yeah, it was great. And it was also the worst experience because after the film wrapped, I found out that uh, the people on the production that I trusted with all this work had very consciously and very duplicitously ripped me off. Uh, I won't go into it too much, it happens in Hollywood, but it just, the way it was done felt like a real lack of respect. And then they cut the film in a way that I felt like messed with the initial intentions. And again, that is the kind of thing that happens all the time and as an actor you gotta let go of. And even though I was the lead in the film, my name was pretty much left off the artwork, which Again, it happens, <laughs> but it doesn't feel good. And when all three of those things happen, uh, well, as good as the experience was in the doing, uh, it's the injuries and the insults that have remained most present. And for years, like decades, I never heard from the director or the producers, and I guess I was fine with it, sort of, although an apology would have been nice. And because the film... Well, in its design, it was kind of a ritual in which my character ends up trapped in a box in an attic that is actually a box in his own mind. And I guess I felt like I, in my own way, have been trapped in a box in an attic in my mind. I don't want to say as a result of the film, but in concert with the rituals created in the film. And uh, movies, they're rituals that never end. And that's just in general, like all films are rituals that never end. So anyway, out of the blue, this past weekend, the director reached out to me to see if I could be interviewed for the film's re-release. And he wanted to interview me that day. And whew, my nervous system went into immediate fight or flight mode and uh, were it not for my training and synchronicity, I think I might have rejected the offer outright. Instead, I was able to, I guess, recognize the possibility that this engagement might be an opportunity to get out of the box, or maybe at least unlock it. Anyway, we ended up talking on Monday, which was Yom Kippur, and it was a professionally good conversation and a very pleasantly positive synchronicity in the end, you know, Jewish atonement and all. So I guess that brings me to my question for the pop oracle. Oh, you've got a question. Don't be sarcastic with me. Yes, I have a question. So uh, my question is, 
Will the Attic Expedition's Atonement Unlock the Box? It's my head! And now, I'm going to give it a shake. The app, the Pop Oracle in the app, I'm going to give it a shake. Now, here I go. Lowercase Blues from Sandman the Rappin' Cowboy. I just want you to see 
these lowercase blues are killing me by degrees i think you know it now blues by any other name is still bad news and bad news is just the same still gives you the blues we've all got someone or something we don't want to So the sure enough low-case blue And I got a case of the deep down lower-case blue I got a case of the mm, Call them what you, what you, what you want mm. I got a case of the lower-case and that was Chris Sandman Sand, the rapping cowboy, with lowercase blues performed live at Radio 8 Ball in Seattle at Little Red Studio on July 8th, 2009. That's 7-8-0-9, people. 7809. And that was the answer to your question, Andras, which also happens to be my question, which is Will the Attic Expedition's atonement unlock the box? It's our head. It's my 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 head. It's our head. Okay, you're right. It's our head. Okay. Uh, can I tell you what I think about that? Because I thought that was something pretty interesting in there. Go for it, man. Okay. Well, um, first of all, Sandman changed some lines in that from the original. The original had uh, Tom Cruise instead of John Wayne. And I don't know. Did he say Kurt Cobain in that? I know Kurt Cobain was in the original one, but I don't know if he was in that. And he added Skip James to this one. So that's interesting. Also the date, the 7809, 789, and then lowercase is talking about letters. It's almost like a code to unlock something, a combination made up of lowercase letters and numbers. So I could really get into the numerology of that. Like, uh, that's G-H-I. Gi. Chi. I mean, chi is a is definitely a cheat or a geet. But uh, <laughs> uh, the other thing was that lowercase, a case, a case, a case is both a box and a mystery. So a lowercase, I got a, case of the lowercase blues so he, re- he repeats this case twice so he's playing with that and then when i'm thinking about it so it's unlocking the box is what i'm asking about and i get this answer that's a mystery wrapped in a right that whole the cliche it's a mystery wrapped in a riddle wrapped in a conundrum believe that's from Oliver Stone's JFK, delivered by Joe Pesci. Uh, But uh, 
But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is also a box, a, a, a case of a weird box that's wrapped in a sort of ace of the Nazarene wrapping paper. So, so yeah, so there's a, there's definitely something there. What did, what did you make out of it, Andras? Oh, come on, man. You're not going to do this to me. I mean, first of all, you just used up all of our brain to answer that question. So all I can say is that I think that was a pretty good interpretation. And obviously I'm going to have the last word when I edit this and get into the intro. So I might just reserve my thoughts for then and just hang out in the host mode so that you can be the one who flies like Icarus. Uh I don't know if you know how that story ends. Fly like it. You don't fly like you. You crash like Icarus. Okay. Yeah. That, I'll just let you be the guest and I'll be the host. Guest to host. Right. 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 Well, for those people who have seen the Attic Expeditions, you may get some jokes in this that even we don't get, but we're telling them anyway. And do you remember which one of us you are at this point? No. No, I really don't. I really don't. Okay, well, uh, there's not going to be a bonus episode. And uh, luckily, though, I do think we will probably have a guest in our next episode because Chris Sand is one of those guys who's always got my back. But but I don't want to set him up because if he's unable to do it, I'll do this alone again because I'm not doing it alone. I'm uh, I'm doing it with you. Me? No, no. I'm talking to the listeners at this point, Andras. I'm doing it with you, the listeners, and I'm doing it for you. I'm proving it all night for your love. So uh, I guess uh, I guess we're done. That was, that was pretty easy. Thank you giving your attention and intention to this episode of Radio 8 Ball Season 3, The Appeting. Please remember to subscribe to Radio 8 Ball in your podcast app. And if you like the show, please help other people find us by rating and reviewing Radio 8 Ball positively. If you tell your synchronicity story, I'll read it on the show. Of course, we encourage you to download the Radio 8 Ball app from the iTunes App Store and follow our Patreon campaign. We're going to go out with a clip from the Attic Expeditions. And with that, I'm out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. Who's in charge here? Is it you? Me? Uh, no, Trevor, funny you should ask, Look, though. I know you're all actors. Okay? I know I'm the only real patient here. It's okay, keep it up. You're all very good. <laughs> I just need for whoever's in charge to hear what I have to say. Are you listening? We're listening. Back. I 
abjure you by the powers I embody and have embodied by Azatoth, Astareth, etc. You know the names. I don't need to repeat the litany for innocent ears, do I? Are you listening now, Ek? Are you? Do you hereby hear me officially? I am a sane man, and you have failed to live up to your obligations. Host to guest. Got that? Host to guest. I know you must be dying to ask it. Please, feel free. Please don't kill me. All right. I suppose it doesn't matter if I tell you now. The power of the old ones. The dark forces, if you will. I want his book. <laughs> 